2: We're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt Peveril, joined by my co-host as always, Marky D, Marky Davison. Marky D, we're <sighs> talk about the offense. In part two, we're going to talk about the defense. We're going to do Q&A as always, so everyone get your questions ready. We've had a, It's been a bit light on questions the last two weeks, so really want everyone to throw them at us. But before we do so, I thought we'd kick off Sling on the Slang, which Mark... Just as Big Ben likes to sling the rock, we like to sling the sl- sling the slang. But a bit of a tongue twister for there for me today. Do you have anything for the listeners this week, or should I kick it off?
3: Yeah, you know what? So I had to make a special mention uh, this week, and I've chosen nothing on 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 uh, on purpose because I wanted to learn some slang this week. And we've already brought him up. We've already brought up our mate Mike Tomlin, but I'm going to start saying this and this make this Australian slang. Never say never, but never. (laughs) I had to bring him up in sling slang. I love it. So I haven't got any Australian slang, but that to me was just amazing. I know we talked about it, but that confidence going to this Browns game, using that slang, using that, that quote is so good. Because that saying is like, you know, never say never. it, It always in, 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 uh, looks to look like, you know, you might do it in the future. And then his ending part is just, but never, like, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be a coach for the college. I, I loved it. I think we need to start using that in Australia. Uh, I don't know how you would turn that into Australian slang, but I had to give Mike Tom on his own spot this week. Never for- say
2: never, but we're never going to call it an actual shrimp on the barbie. It's a problem. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know where it's from. I don't know. I, I don't know still have no idea where. It's actually
2: though, never say never, but never is like almost like you call that a knife. This is a knife.
3: It's actually technically yeah, the same. Yeah, it's very similar to like yeah but nah. Like the, the yeah, same similar thing nah. we have in, in Australia like, yeah, nah, I'm alright. Like do you want to go for a for a run? Or nothing. Yeah. Another, yeah nah. Or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> And these things, you and I, you and I could have a whole conversation using mates and yeah, but nahs. and I think we'd get somewhere. <laughs> a lot of listeners wouldn't really understand what we're saying, but mate, yeah, but nah, yeah, nah, nah she'd be right, yeah. mate. Like, here we go. <laughs> okay, we've got to stop because it, we're losing listeners. Um, I just had <laughs> we, to- have... dropped three off the <laughs> one, three right now. <laughs> I had to give yeah. a shout out to Tom. One, never say That's never, one. <laughs> but but never. There we go. What's what's yours this week? So I've got two, okay?
2: The first one I'm just going to quickly cover off. And I don't know how it came up this week. Uh, yes, I do, actually. I When I was doing Steel's War Room, I put some notes down, and I was struggling to read my own writing. And I have very messy writing, like terribly messy writing. And I was thinking about it, and we've got a couple of teachers as part of the BTSC crew, like Dave was a teacher, um, you know, Jeff is a teacher, um, and what have you. So, and Kevin, KT Smith's a teacher uh, as well. You know, Bad does, you know, his scout groups. And anyway, I was just thinking about it. Mark, did, at your school, did you have a pen license when you were in year three or year oh, four when yeah. you got your pen license? So you had to get For the listeners out there, you had to do a certain level of like running, running writing or cursive writing. And you had to do it a certain amount of neatly before they gave you, they allowed you to go from a pencil to a pen. I believe it was year three,
3: that, it, that they yeah. generally did it. Well, actually, so I was just I, thinking,
2: did you get did you get your pen license?
3: Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a story about this. So I got my pen license, but it took me two, like one go. So I failed the first time back in year three. And then a few weeks later, I got it. But I, I should never have got it. Uh, I need to go back and get it because my writing is absolutely terrible. You think yours is bad. My writing is just worthless. Um, and then during an, another stage as well, I had like, you know, uh, I had to pay again for the license because in year five, um, the teacher in year five said, oh, you know, we understand you've got your license to, to, to write, which is like crazy. Um, You know, teacher, leave me alone. Don't tell me what to do. Uh, You know, I'll use whatever I, whatever I damn want. But basically he gave me this, he gave me this like book, right. And this is probably why my writing is so terrible. I remember it as soon as you, as soon as you bring it up, he gave me this like writing book to like fill out the, you know, to, to a a workshop like booklet. And I just, I just threw it away. (laughs) I just didn't even look at it. I just went, I'm not doing this. And I just threw it away. But now my writing is like, uh, you don't even want to look at it. It's, it's terrible. Like sometimes I'm like you, I will write something and I go, did I write, what's that word? <laughs> and then you got to try and figure out uh, what you said in the past. But um, that's so funny. You brought that up. I don't know. Do, do American listeners have pen licenses? Well, I, like, I don't
2: know. I don't know where you get them, but I never got one. Right. So I got to the end <laughs> of term three because we have four terms, right? So it's getting like halfway through semester two in, in the U S sort of system. And, we basically just stopped giving them out to anyone that hadn't got one yet. And then you just had to use a pen the next year. And so like, I've been like illegally using a pen yeah, according were. to the school system. <laughs> I've never got it. And it was funny because I was talking about it with my fiance yesterday. And I said, I'm going to talk about this on Touchdown. Island tomorrow." I'm like, you, did you get yours? And she was like, yeah, I got it. Like, but everyone thought my writing was really small. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like you know, people had an advantage against that. But anyway, I just sort of thought it was really funny because, like, I'm like, is that just a silly thing that we have in Australia? And I think Owen says they have it in England as well, which is why we probably have it here. I just, yeah, I don't well, know. It just sort of was why
3: don't Why don't we start off using the pen as well? Like, it's probably easier to write in pen than it is pencil. Uh, I don't you can't know. rub
2: it out, that's why. Oh, uh, Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you can't erase it out. Oh,
3: yeah, erasers. Yeah, we call them. So we, call one... rub- we call them rubbers, erasers. Yeah, that's 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 huge. That's huge. I uh, can say that. So yeah, we call erasers we rubbers. You guys figure that one out. <laughs> that's yeah, that's funny, man. That's really funny, eh? Holy dooly.
2: And then so the second like sling in the sling thing, which Mark, I don't want you to get too upset about this, okay? Because I got a bit upset about this. So I opened up my emails this morning. Um, I just like, as I get all these like highlights overnight from all the different American sport leagues and what have you. So just checking, you know, any breaking news that we might have to cover. I got an email from the Australian travel immigration, you know, department. And it told me that my ETSA was expiring. (gasps) And I made me feel really sad. So for all the listeners out there, the ETSA, is the special document that oh, security clearance, basically that Australians have to do to go into the States. So they're about like 25 bucks or something Aussie mm. and you pay them. And then it gives you two years once you've completed that process where you can enter the United States as many times as you like. You, you there's, I mean, there's a fixed period and you can only stay for like three to six months, unless you do a special extra or something like that, but it lasts two years. Um, and so usually you get one and then, you know, I'm, I, I it's been the case for the last decade that I've only like, I've been able to make multiple trips every ETSA that I've had, and this time the last trip, which was when I went to the Bills game twenty nineteen, you know that was the last time I've ever been able to go to the states because of COVID, and it just like, I don't know, probably a little bit, a little bit upset. I was just like, oh, I can't believe another ETSA's is expiring, and I don't know when I'm going to be filling out another one.
3: You should do what what I'm doing, Matty. I actually um. Uh, not to give too much away, and it's going to be a long shot, like like uh, winning lotto. But I, uh, I applied for the the green card lottery system. So if I get chosen I next year, if have you? Yeah. Did you Did you get a ticket? No. Well, if I get chosen, look out, America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming over. I'm coming look over. Out. For lo- look out! For life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you'd be like you be like Colin Frizzle from from Love Actually. <laughs>
3: I just oh I, you know I look you know we're we Australians but we love America. It's so much fun going over there and have and have the, having the best time and and I just love how it's so diverse from from the uh, never eat soggy wheat the West Coast to the East Coast. You know and going to the games is so much fun as well. It's you just, should quickly. know oh, you've talked about never eat soggy week before,
2: but look, let's move on to the defense. Let's move on to the defense. So, Mark, what are you looking for Ste- well, from the Steelers side on the Browns side? W- what needs to happen on defense this week?
3: Well, okay. Who, who, uh, who do you think going to cover up the tight ends, like you said? Is going to be Trey Norwood and guys like that or Cameron, Cameron Sutton? Yeah, but I also
2: think this this boy, the jersey I'm wearing today, Devin Bush, he needs a big game this week. And he and Schobert have got to figure this thing out. He and Schobert have got right. to figure this thing out. You know, like you know, who's marking up on who? Who's going after the run with Chubb? You know, are you mixing it up? Are you giving the Browns different looks? Because I don't think you can basically say – to, to Devin, you're doing this all day. Shovett, you're doing that all day. I don't think that's going to work, right? They need to they need to be bearing it up and, and trying to trick Baker Mayfield. But, you know, yeah, when it comes to defensive backs, I think Terrell Edmonds is going to have a massive game, you know, because if he can shut down Njoku as well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's going to make a massive difference. But again, the challenge there for the Steelers is, you know, how are you going to stop the run when you're committing Edmonds you know, to, to stopping, uh, you know, someone like Njoku. So do they, do they work? How do they work in? Do they activate Kyle Joseph for this game? This is the perfect game, I think, for Kyle Joseph to play, right? So, you know, we we know that Mike Tomlin's coveted him for a while. He went back to the Raiders. He got released. He's with the Steelers on the practice squad. If there's a game to play in, for me, it's this week. I mean, I do actually think when we play the Titans, it'll be important for him to play too, but... This is the first game that I'm really like. Carl Joseph should be on that field.
3: What What are your thoughts about uh, Arthur Millet playing as well? I think he's one of the most exciting players. Um, some of his really? play, but well, but this, mostly I just I just like the way that um, you know we talk about passion in the team. Like every time a, a big play happens, he's on the sidelines cheering. And I think because he came from the Jets, <laughs> he's like he's like I need to fit in this team. I need, I need to like do some things. I need to start getting everyone. Yeah, up I mean, I need to show that play. I want it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I can see him, like, having a game or, like, playing... He's playing pretty good football after Millet. Those kind of, like, string guys are doing good or just enough to where, you know... And, like, Trey Norwood's playing outstanding where he's getting getting the, the Steelers off the third down and then uh, pass breakups. And we talked about the tackle on Metcalf. Like, I think those kind of guys in this game are going to be fired up. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's, like, a question was asked to Tom on this week, too, saying, uh, "Do they? Uh, is it a revenge game about, you know, the last year? And he said, well, basically... Half the team's new, like half the team wasn't there, you know, with the rookies and guys coming in. So it's going to be very interesting to see how. The only thing I don't want them to do is is one guy to burn us, like Landry or or, or Chubb getting too many yards and just keep, keep getting burnt on us. Like, um, I think
2: maybe you can limit it though. Like Landry is going to Landry if it gets open, open space. I mean that that run last year in the playoff game with Mike Hilton and then ended up being Minka at the end of that. Like that was just. That was diabolical, right? Like Landry is going to burn someone if he gets an open space, but I think you got to limit the burns, right? You got to do it
3: once, hopefully. <laughs> and what what about Minka? Like we haven't talked about. I, I brought him up as my MVP, and he's playing good football. I, I, but well, he's leading tackles. But can we get that interception? Is there pressure for that interception is going to be there? Maybe if, it's
2: Hayden. It. like Remember Hayden against the Browns last year? I, true. I don't know. And hey, look! If we get maybe Norwood finally gets his hands on the pill, oh, you know, maybe he finally gets he, gets hold of it. You
3: know, he's getting so close. But I think in this game, if we get the one turnover or two turnover, the game will be in our favour, and we should win that game because it's going to be a short field. Um, You even saw it in the Seahawks game when that uh, our mate Michael Dixon punted the ball, shafted it to the right. We went to the field at the fifty, went down and scored. So if we get a short field, and we're not getting the short field just yet. And it's slowly coming, but I think this team needs to get some more interceptions. And, and, and I think it is coming with the pressure.
2: Would you prefer Dixon over Big
3: Press? Uh no, I no, I wouldn't. I like I like Big Press. I like what he's doing. I think he played really well last uh, uh, two weeks ago against the Seahawks. I think mean,
2: Dixon Dixon's a top punter, man.
3: Yeah, he's got a, he's got a good leg and all that. But I, I, I love Big Press. He, I'm
2: just saying, like if you know, you know, you're making your own team fantasy style, I'm, I'm picking Dixon.
3: Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. I, I do. Anyway, this like isn't how... a
2: punning. This isn't a punting podcast. <laughs> Sometimes it's a pizza podcast, but it's never a
3: punting podcast. Oh man, those were the days, weren't they? Having the pizza podcast. I feel like I've got like
2: maybe I maybe I'm like bad. Maybe I've got like ad- I'm not saying this jokingly. Maybe I've got adult ADHD. Like I, I like I keep saying random stuff.
3: It's probably the coffee because when we guys do our podcast now, it's it's nine thirty a.m. Uh, in Australia, so we probably. uh you know, a bit. I don't know. Up or...
2: I struggle to concentrate. Like,
3: well, it's it, to me. It's just the, the coffee I had, and then I, I actually slept in this morning. Um, yeah, but... I know. It's
2: why we're late on air, all the listeners.
3: <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. But back to your question. Back <laughs> my the, question. The defense. I think there needs to be a turnover. There has to be some sort of a turnover, and I think this is the game for Minka. Yeah. This is the game for Joe Hayden. There is something there. If if Baker is is hurt, and we all know that he's hurt. Once he gets a bit of pressure, and TJ is get he, TJ is becoming like he's getting towards a hundred percent stage. He's getting r- really in the backfield. Highsmith is becoming he, he's he's too. Well, that's what quick. I was gonna
2: say. Like I, like TJ and Haywood have to continue to step up. Like, we know that's going to carry the Steelers to wins. It has through the season so far, particularly with when Snowman points out the front seven have to step up without alawalu out, without to It out, which we put in the you know description of this show. You know, it's massive. You know, Haywood and TJ givens. But Highsmith's the one to watch here, particularly with his run defense this year, which was the big question mark going into year two, against Chubb, who's been injured against that offensive line as well. If, if, if you're going to have this pressure like a pincer, like a, you know, like a vice grip, you know, strangleholding their backfield, oh, the Steelers, Steelers could unleash hell here. Which Owen David qu- <laughs> Owen David said, in, you know, unleash hell in the live chat is literally as I said it.
3: I've got a I've got a question for you, Matt, a Real simple question: Is our defense better than their offense?
2: Oh, okay. Well, on paper, on paper, no. When you compare it because of the defensive line versus the offensive line, but practically, and also when you on paper, right for the for the average NFL fan out there, you look at what's who can catch the football from the Browns, like across the tight ends and the wide receivers and the names there versus the Steelers defensive backs, but in playing and coaching and what have you geez, Yeah. You'd have to, I, I give it to the Steelers purely because the Steelers have more playmakers on exactly. def, on the, on defense in the key spots than what the Browns have. Right. Like Odell on his day yeah. can do something. Not not every day. Landry on his day can do something. You know, Chubb on his on most days can do something. And Joku on his day, like he has twice this season, had massive games. Because two of his 284 yards, he had 130 yard game and he had one seventy-six yard game. Right. So it's been two games where he's done the majority of that stuff. But Minka can do anything anytime right? Hayden can do anything, anytime. Terrell can, is showing that he can do stuff. TJ can do anything, any game. Haywood can do anything, any game, right? And Highsmith can, do you know, pull out plays every game too. So, and, and and then you throw in Devin Bush and Schobert getting together, you know, more, having a bye week to put things together. Schobert can literally have spent a whole week dedicated to the playbook. Yeah, things are starting to roll. And, you know, like, and this is a big shame about this week, with all the stuff with Ingram, I actually think this week out of all weeks would have been a really helpful week to have had Ingram, right? So if he's missing this game because of stuff going on up here, Mm -hmm. I'm actually really disappointed because this was the week I actually think he could have shown a stack of value for the Steelers.
3: Well, I even think too that, so Schobert and Bush, if you were to say like what what were the holes in the defense, they might be, the, the missing link where the the offense can take advantage of them. Um and like uh, you know a Lulu being out who who's in the who's in a Lulu role? Is it
2: uh you've got Bugs. On. I don't think Whirling needs to be doing a lot. But 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 Tomlins called Bugs out and said like you know we're looking for more from Bugs, right? Like Louder Milk, can Louder Milk step up this week? Yeah. You know like
3: But uh you had Bugs made that big that big tackle in the first quarter and then he went missing for the rest of the game. Um, so I just think like you know if the run defense can really start to not let Chubb get 10 yards, 11 yards, like that's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this offense can beat us with the TJ Highsmith uh, combo with our with our addition with Trey Norwood and Cameron Sutton playing really good and if Joe Hayden goes off, there's there's potentials for Joe Hayden and Minka to go off because they can go off at any time. but the emergent the emergence of like Trey Norwood, is really key as well. Um, if he, if yeah. he's a factor in this in this defense,
2: but I don't. But the thing for me, like, I don't mean to cut you off there. Like, it's not fair to expect Norwood to have to. And, I, and people, okay. So what I'm gonna say is, it's not fair for Norwood to expect Norwood to have to make plays. Yes, it's it's fair to expect every Steeler to make plays. I'm not giving him an out, but I'm just saying this is the sort of game and the 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 gravity of what's happening in this game. You know, against needing to get. You know another AFC North win. You've had the loss. You need the other guys to step up. You need the other guys to step up.
3: Is this our best? Uh, is this our best matchup game? Like, like we're trying to, you know, really get the right corner on the right guy for Odell Beckham Jr. and the right guy, maybe Cameron Sutton on Landry, or who's going to cover? Like, this feels to me like it's like they know us and we know them kind of mentality. Like, I don't this- know.
2: Like, I still think that Titans game. Now that the Titans are coming back, I think that's. I think mean, that's the biggest, the biggest, best matchup game. But this would be pretty close. I mean, that that's an interesting point that you make there.
3: Hmm. Well, because it's it's you know like you just said with the offense, and you said, well, they've got these key players and they need to get involved, and you know the football's going to go that yeah. way. So would you would you more or less scheme that way to Nujoku or scheme that way to Chubb? Or it, the problem is does...
2: this is where the Browns become a really good team because as yeah. soon as you start <laughs> scheming to one guy. No, no, but it's true. It's yeah. true. This is why they're built. Apart from Baker, right? If they had a, a few of the other quarterbacks around the league there, they, they would be a much better team, right? Imagine,
3: like, imagine if, if they had uh, Joey Joey Burrow in the Browns. That'd be pretty good. Or the Bengals are pretty good now, but that would be, like, unreal to watch. Because the Browns are know, a I think
2: play. that Bengals that, – to me, the biggest surprise about the Bengals, and we'll say it the Bengals week next time it comes up, but, like, in a couple of weeks. But – I can't believe their O line is giving him that much time to throw, and it frustrates me, right? Because it's come up before on other steel, on other BTSC podcasts, like with, with maybe it's questions that Jeff had with mailbag. But it's it's basically like, how can you watch other teams with average O lines and they've got all the time in the world to throw, and then against Big Ben, you know, like you know he's never got any time to throw. And I sit there and I think the same thing every time I watch the Bengals, and it, and then I think about Steel's O line. I'm like. How does Borough have that much time to throw? And Ben's got like 2.6 seconds max. Like, I don't know, it frustrates me, but we'll, well see what could happens be, there.
3: It could be the defense scheming differently as well. We've oh, like, 100%. We we there, are, there are so
2: many different things that come into it. I just, it, it does sometimes just steal a fan. You sit there and <laughs> Come on, man. But look, before we we invite everyone to ask us some questions. We love the Q&A. Uh, but Mark, you got any more questions for me before we get, we get into some of the audience Q&A?
3: Uh, are we are we doing our predictions this week?
2: Oh, we've got a bold predictions, of
3: course. That's a good question. <laughs> what's your bold prediction? Well, I was just gonna say, uh, um, I was gonna ask you, like, like honestly, this is this is the question I think we all need. It's coming tomorrow, right? And uh, are we gonna win tomorrow? Like, that's really short and simple. But are we gonna are we gonna win this game? And then I'll do mine after.
2: The game's gonna be a separation of like within five, like. Oh. I know oh, this is a hard thing. I my gut <laughs> says it's three points. I've put six points difference in the BTSC predictions. Um yeah, I think we I think we win this. But I, but yeah. we only we don't win it because we play well offensively. Like we, we do just enough offensively. Like I still think Najee'll have a great game. I think it's the I think this I've been saying it for weeks now, the defense is gonna get a score, the defense is gonna get a score. But either the defense is gonna rob Mayfield of the ball enough times that He's, they're not going to be able to catch whatever the Steelers put on the board, or they're going to be able to get scores, things like strip sacks, you know, fumble recoveries for scores, that sort of stuff, or for for big gains and, and short fields. Um, the, the defense is gonna win this game. It's not
3: the offense. I'm, I'm gonna go in the limb here. And it just came to me from you know, from the divine powers above. I, uh, it's, it's, this is a good one. And this, if you guys have any, any. See all that videos. light behind, see all that light
2: behind <laughs> Mark, everyone. That's, that's the angel shining from heaven.
3: I was going through the motions in, in, in my, uh, cranium here. Devin Bush gets an interception in the third quarter. Off a play action pass from Baker. From to touchdown? Bacon. Nah, I'm not that crazy, mate. Uh, no. <laughs> Devin Bush gets an interception and i am telling you how he's going to do it. Devin Bush has been scheming this team all week with how Baker plays. He's going to he's gonna fake pass or, you know, play action pass to to Chubb. Baker's going to be down by a few points, like maybe four or seven points, something like that in the third quarter. Try and get back into the game. He's at the 25-yard line or about 30-yard line. Try and extend it. Maybe it's second and 10. Well, no, sorry, second and seven. So you think it's going to be a run. Devin Bush knows this. Sure, not already... like a
2: third and eight,
3: third and nine. We'll go second and seven. This is how particularly I want okay. to get with. All right, it. okay. Sorry. So then I'm not Devin the one
2: Bush... that's received the divine message. Exactly. Devin, Devin <laughs> Bush
3: knows... <laughs> That's our new segment. Devin Bush knows this, right? He's gonna he's gonna drop back when he's on the, the left hash mark. Uh Sherbert's gonna blitz for once. Devin Bush is gonna go back. And as he's going back, Landry's gonna go across the middle, uh, like that Y route where it goes like like around a corner, like on a I don't know how to route it this. Uh, but he's gonna go across the middle, and Devin Bush is gonna get a pick. Right there, love it. Is that enough? Is that enough detail? If I get that, I deserve. I deserve a free jersey from everyone or something.
2: So Mate, thir- if you third don't quarter. Put money on that
3: yourself. you got a problem. <laughs> third quarter. Devin Bush picked off at the thirty-yard line, second and seven. Called it here from the divine powers above.
2: And how funny it will be if he does it in the second quarter when it's third and seven. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got the wrong message. <laughs> yeah.
2: The, the the Divine Angels didn't didn't get their pen license. They're playing a joke on me.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they read really, it. Oh, I, I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> oh, hey,
2: it, might, it might
3: happen. What's what's yours? What, what do you reckon's gonna happen this week? Is it is it that? Well you uh, asked me
2: whether Steel's gonna win. Ah, uh, look, I think I told you, I think the defense needs to needs to shut him down. I think um if if Carl Joseph plays I hope he's not injured. I'm pretty sure he's not injured. Like otherwise, I'm looking like an absolute idiot right now. I, I think Pat will make a a massive, you know, drive saving third down catch. I think that's 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 in there. Uh, but if Carl Joseph plays, I could see him making a play that, he, again, it he just absolutely you know keeps the Steelers in this game. I just and think that I don't think he works that well in this in this defense in a game like this week's.
3: That would be his first game, right? And he's also an for the Steelers, yeah. He'll be his ex Brown, wasn't he? Uh, he played
2: for the Browns.
3: He was drafted by the Raiders, though. But yeah, he played yeah, for okay. the Browns last
2: year. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, it'd be good to see. I think that look. I think we have a really good chance. I don't think. I think there are a lot more. There's a lot more pressure on Baker because Baker's forcing himself to come out and play this game, which is really silly. Just take the game off, mate. Get get healthy, and then start playing again. Like I, I, that's what I would do. If if I'm not just too sure, too sure if it's the coach's decision or or, or if it's Baker's to go out there. But Baker's about 70%, and the way he injured that shoulder on his left-hand side is going to affect so many things. It's going to affect the way he hands off the ball. It's going to affect in the huddle. He's going to be hurting. And once he gets hit two or three times, he'll be like, oh, why am I playing, you know? And then he'll start to force the ball because he'll try and be a hero, and that's when we get out picks.
2: So we don't have any We don't have any Q&A from the audience this week. I'm, I'm shocked. We usually heaps of Q&A.
3: Yeah, uh, I guess but we Mark, could, I'm, I'm
2: going to ask you then, how did you use the bye week?
3: Um, I've just been chilling out. I watched the the uh, Bengals versus Ravens game. Was it Bengals versus Ravens? Yeah, yeah, that was that was interesting. I was so um, happy. I tipped that game. I tipped the Bengals that game. I oh yeah, you, you have to. you ha- you had to go to the Bengals because you want the, the the Ravens to come down a notch. And um our mate Aaron is not in the chat anymore because he's he's they're five and two. But look, the Bengals yeah, are a good.
2: Because I kept blocking him.
3: Yeah, the... <laughs> that that makes sense. The Bengals are a good football team. We we've got to put it out there. It was a really good um, game between those two, and you wanted to, to both, you know, smash each other. Um, and even so, like with, I, I know I've the Jets won't win this week, but it would be nice to see them win if they did beat the Bengals somehow. Um, I'm not going to use my powers for that one, but if if they if they did beat the 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 Bengals there, then that would be great for us. Nothing better than to see the Jets win, Steelers win, and then we're climbing that table. Climbing Jets the table aren't
2: not without not without Zach Wilson. Come on,
3: man! But they beat the t- the Titans the other day, <laughs> so that was a uh, yeah. You uh, you just you just know that that kicked me out of the survival league. <laughs> <laughs> I think it did for a few people too. I think it, uh, like a, a high think, majority. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm not saying they're going to win, but it would be it just be it would work out for us. And the Ravens have a bye this week, and if the Jets win, Steelers win, nothing better because all we're doing is climbing the ladder. Bengals will be five and three, and I think the wild card is sitting there for us if we stick, if we keep continuing to, to to play. But the North is still in, in total too. The North is uh, is just there.
2: So Mark Owen David asks out of Benny Snell, Ant Mac Bellage who doesn't get a helmet? He wants it not to be the hopeless uh, Benny Snell. Like I don't know. For me, I agree with what the the guys were saying on the preview. Like Benny Snell, unfortunately, <laughs> plays special teams. So for me, I yeah. think it's bellage If Assuming Ant-Max being activated, but I actually haven't seen that yet.
3: No, I, I agree with that. I think Snell is playing special teams, so he'll uh even though he hurt his his, his arm. But uh out of those three players, Ant-Max, Snell, and Ballard. I think I think
2: Ant-Max is able to
3: play. Yeah, I don't think Bellard will get a helmet if that's the case. Uh, yeah, I think I you have the three backs being Snell and McFarlane. And this is a game too. If Benny Snell wants to play Benny Snell football. What better game to verse the Browns? What is Benny
2: Snail or... football?
3: Well, he talks about it so much. He talks about it uh, running the ball hard and then getting touchdowns and getting. And I tell you what he's got to do.
2: He's got to get rid of, rid of that. He's got the mouthpiece on his helmet. It's got a little like windmill turbine oh, like, yeah.
3: you know, on it. Slow, slow I think it slows down. him down. It's like air <laughs>
2: resistance. <laughs> I knew you were
3: going to say that. Uh, Gentry well, with the posts. We, are, we wish him luck. We just want him to get better. I just want to see... Margie. I'm done
2: wishing him luck. Bring on McFarlane. I know, I know, and with that, know, Michael O'Malley says, <laughs> do you see McFarlane making an impact this week? I don't know, Mark, about you. Uh, for me, I do, but I don't think it's going to be in the run game. I think it's going to be in the short passing game, to be honest. Or screen
3: passing game. If, if McFarlane plays, he'll play about 15, sorry, 10 to 15 snaps. And hopefully some of those are third downs and key, and key key and key downs. Um, he needs to be a threat in the backfield as well to help out Najee. But I think you might even see the three, back, three backs as well. You might get Snell in there a little bit because McFarlane's a different kind of back. Uh, he's like a, like, a, like a scat back. So Najee will hopefully go off behind this O-line and then using McFarlane trick plays. And we, we need a bit of spark. Like we talk about it every single week since you, are, you and I have been doing this podcast. Can we just win a game by 21 points? Can we win a game by
2: and I, want to win a, I want to win a game by 50 points. I want to rack up a score. I know people like,
3: go that's Wayne
2: Hobbs territory, but I do. I just want the Steelers to put a statement out
3: there. They haven't done that in so many years, right? It's been a long time since we've won a game by without sweating or having almost a heart attack. Uh we just need to win this game. You know, like I said, when Devin Bush picks that interception off in the third quarter, we go up to, you know, we go up like 14 points.
2: Uh, do you think they'll bring someone off the practice squad that hadn't played for them yet this season? Yeah, uh, for me, it's it's Carl Joseph. I think you should. I honestly, I think you should be playing this week. And technically, they've done that with Raider. I don't think Raider's played.
3: This yeah, week. I was going to say, wouldn't wouldn't Raider be the same? Yeah. Uh, ideal. Yeah,
2: Taco Charlton too, but Taco came in after the season started. I think so.
3: Even to um, a certain point, wasn't Cody White off the practice squad too, and he's been yeah. used quite a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm not too sure what he's going to do in the, in this role, but. He could be a fifth receiver or fourth receiver, depending how it all works out. Yeah. You know.
2: Uh, Snowman says, where are you watching the game and what jersey are you wearing?
3: For, for me, I wear, the whole season I'm, I'm committed to wear 43 every single game, if you can see that. 43 every single game. Um, and for me at home, it's our 4 a.m., Maddie this this week yeah so
2: for me that means I'm wearing the lucky juju t-shirt that I have the player jersey t-shirt why why are you wearing juju this week cuz I have a lucky juju my my lucky oh. shirt that I sleep in the night before when it's a 4am or 3am game is a juju shirt and when I oh, don't I wear it right when I say it's lucky it has an 80% win record and this season the two games I didn't wear it but the two games the Steelers lost by the most. So really?
3: Yep. There you go. Well, I'm pretty similar because when I when I uh I didn't wear, I think it was during the, the Bengals game, I didn't have the, the 43 on at the start, you know, and then I put it on the second quarter and then we still lost. So do you know I used to
2: have a rule for the for the Australian rugby union with the wallabies, right? I wouldn't put the jersey on until they scored a try they lost a certain number of games in a row, right? And that we're wow. going through a bad patch. So I'm like, stuff this. This team doesn't deserve me to wear the jersey <laughs> until they prove themselves. And then it started working. It was really good.
3: I could just imagine like one of the players hearing that and they're like, oh my oh what he doesn't wear. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I went to school a
2: couple of guys I went to school with <laughs> play for the for the wallabies right now. So um yeah right yeah anyway I'm sure they don't care. Um Michael O'Malley says split back two T sma- smash mouse football. Maybe Kevin Rader, Gentry as well, like Freemuth.
3: What's the old, um? this is one of the Steelers
2: Claypool lie, like, off the sweep. Like you got to think Claypool's like a wide receiver tight end, like hybrid.
3: Do you know there was a, back in the like, I think 70s or 60s, there was a, the old adage of like this one player. I can't remember his name, but it, the the quote was, hey, diddle diddle. uh." Was it hated or do a riddle up the middle or something? Like there was a, it was a certain Steeler bloke. They they run this play after I, was, I really duffed it. But basically, they they they, they run this play from this player, and every team knew on the first possession of the the Steelers drive, they would run the fullback up the middle. I have to look it up, guys. I'm I'm sorry, I, f- I forgot who the player was. But they knew, but they, they knew who you know the old uh, riddle, hated or do a fiddle up the middle. That was him, that but the, the cat same name. The <laughs> <wait a minute.
2: laughs> A <laughs> little dog laughed to see such sport and the dish ran away with a spoon. Isn't, that the, isn't no. that
3: the nursery rhyme? Next week, I'll be more prepared. I'll, I'll look up that quote. But basically, <laughs> they uh, they they had this a player and they ran up the middle every single time uh, for for the very first play. It was like back in the 70s. So key point is don't bring something up you half know. <laughs> oh. oh,
2: that's great. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll close it out <laughs> Oh, snowman's going to buffalo wild wings what? Oh, i love buff- so you know i've been thinking about this I, I was talking to to my fiance about this recently about opening up buffalo wild wings in australia like i would so do that i reckon that would be fantastic do you re- oh, mate i reckon that would go down like an absolute treat down here we, we uh, Mark, got- you can open my central post store
3: we haven't uh we haven't got wing we don't do wings in australia let's put it out there no, 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 yeah, listen, 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 listen to me, listen to me. You might not have them we on don't... the
2: coast. We have a lot of American like barbecue Nah,
3: not, not exactly. Not the same, the way America does it. I went not to. Not the same, um, but I'm just,
2: you know, I don't know what you got going up on Like coast, I went to a, a bar
3: amazing. in America where I could choose 99 flavors and I didn't want 99 flavors. <laughs> I only wanted three of them, but it was still just so amazing to have that choice to choose 99 flavors. We so don't do exactly.
2: Sorry, sorry, no, no. I keep cutting you off. <laughs>
3: I'm just saying we don't do we don't do exactly the same. Where you you know you go to a, uh you buy wings for like seven ninety nine, you get a free beer and you get like un, unlimited wings. In Australia we we get given like six wings and we charge like twenty bucks.
2: Actually, I gotta say, um, if you're ever stuck in San Diego, oh, man, San Diego is a beautiful city. I'm not getting stuck there, but if you're in San Diego when you want to watch a Steelers game go to the saints home bar. There, there's an American barbecue joint in San Diego. That's where we watched the Steels versus Arizona in 2019. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. But snowman, I wanted to close it out with his question. Um, and also I want to say, thanks, Trey Smith. You know, great to have you listening to the show. Um, but uh, snowman says, are you surprised they released Jalen Samuel? And I know that you put up the post about this and you said, is he going to retire? But I know the Texans worked him out, but Mark, were you surprised about
3: this one? Um not not overly, but can I just do a detour? Because I actually found I actually found the quote that I was trying to look for with, with hey diddle diddle. <laughs> is, that, is that all right? And then, yeah, then I might ahead. answer your question. Okay. So back in the 1950s, this is what I was trying to bring up the, the story about this. In the 1950s with the Steelers, number eighth round pick, um, Fran Rogel was for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they had a saying, Hey Diddle Diddle, Rogel up the middle. All right. That's that's clarified now. Um, yeah, look, Sa- Sa- Samuel's. I just think he's he's another guy on on the on the on the team. There was just no room for him, really. Um, what else can you say? How many how many how many running backs do we have in this team?
2: Well, yeah, I mean that's it. Like it's um, you know so you've activated enough guys, and you know it, it's hogging a practice squad spot that we need, and there's and we're going to have to use it again. You know if it comes back, so you know. We've seen enough of him too. We know he's not making the difference.
3: Well, he he played he played well for us uh, for, for in the Steelers, but it, maybe it was just his time. We've, we've got Najee there now. We've got uh, Snell. He's somehow hanging around. Air Max there. There's just not enough room in that that uh, running boot. Uh, oh, I can't speak today. Running back squad.
2: That's it. That's it. Well, with that that closes out this week's Steelers touch down under. I'm Maddie Peverell with Marky Davison, and as always, Mark,
3: go Steelers.
0: Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow.